Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us, milehighsports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at Mace Denver, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. And with that, I'm very happy and thrilled to welcome back my partner from the abyss, which was Mobile, Alabama, where the men are men and the sheep are nervous. Why do we have to do that? I mean, it's just a place. It's, you know. Oh, it's a place, all right. Yeah, it's a place a on the water. It's a place with good seafood. It's a place, uh, you know, it's in Alabama. It, it's it's that's a, that's a, that's probably got something to do with what you're it's saying. A, it's a place where you can be a 28 year old man or a woman and have a 14 year old son or daughter. It's, doesn't that situation exist probably in every state in the country? Uh, I think it happens more south of the Mason Dixon line. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I won't. You know, or uh, <laughs> or my brother's my cousin. Uh, Right. I thought that was Arkansas. Yeah. Oh, so, well, well, now why do you have to go after Arkansas that way? <laughs> I'm kidding. Now, by the way, very uh, very uh, nicely matched with your Man City attire. Are you getting ready to hit the pitch? No, I mean, I'm kind of amazed that I'm matched anyway, considering uh, I'm not really sure what time it is. I My flight this morning. It's, it's 4 o'clock. Yeah, thank you. My flight this morning left New Orleans at 525 in the morning. You're, 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 you're trying to emit empathy for taking an early flight? No, well, I just want to explain kind of what happened. Of course, I did the show with you last night, and that meant, that meant I was yes, still in did. Mobile. And you packed during the show. Yeah. So you exactly. should have been all ready to go. Yeah. Well, I was, but then I, I had a little bit of a nap because I knew in order to make the flight on time, I was going to have to leave the hotel and it was a stormy drive the, the weather down there is it, it's down south is wild storms all over the place and so i left the hotel about twelve twenty in the morning got to new orleans airport about with a stop for gas and uh, a stop to just kind of have a quick cat nap got to new orleans airport about three thirty in the morning got the rental car shuttle checked in had a wait had had to wait a while to check my bag and I did not finally get to sleep until the plane was taking off at about 5.25 this morning. Slept all the way here. Drove home. Slept again. Yeah. Let me know when the story's I'm live. over. Oh, come on. Oh, come <laughs> on. I'm just trying to tell you that then I don't I really know. I my seat, my teeth, and then I put on my sock one foot in a You time. know what? This is, this is the thing. This is the thing. This is why I'm not I'm just not. If you're going to mock, if you're going to mock this as I'm just telling you why I don't, my circadian rhythms are off well, kilter. I don't even know what that word means. Your sleep patterns. Oh. Okay. No. My, 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 why my Damn. rhythms are off kilter. That's why I haven't, I haven't had some great sleep lately, I'm but I'm here. You are. I'm here. glad I'm here. Well, what are you, what are you drinking? What do you got? What do you got there? Is that a little Mountain Dew? Yes, that'll pick you up. That, I needed to. That's like Jolt Light. If anybody remembers that beverage, Time all the sugar and twice the caffeine. I remember that well. <laughs> Time now for the lead. The lead presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. All right, I know that you were on a flight back, but George Payton spoke at the Senior Bowl today, uh, saying, "quote It's really important to see all of these guys in the fall live." 
then again, you know, here, uh, all these guys competing against the best, seeing Malik Willis versus Kenny Pickett and all the quarterbacks just back to back. I think there are six guys here. So it's really, you know, that you can see two practices a day and you stack them up. With that, do you find anything interesting about that statement? Danny and I had this conversation uh, off air before the show, and he picked up on it immediately. Mm -hmm. So if you want to read that again and tell me if you pick up anything interesting about what George said. We mentioned mentioning those two quarterbacks specifically. Ding, ding, ding. And we know that... Kenny Pickett has been on their radar for a while. Yep. Well, now everybody knows. Well, the the thing with Malik Willis is he was great. He had a great, he had a terrific week. And George Payton had seen him once, but had seen him in a very adverse situation. Liberty at Mississippi, and Liberty's offensive line predictably got shredded. Sometimes that happens when you're a group of five or an independent program going up against an SEC school. And Willis paid the price. So I think the in-person evaluation on Malik Willis that he had was, okay, let's see what he does when there's more equitable circumstances, when he's got a decent line in front of him. And he was, he was the best, he was the best player on the offensive side on the field down there this week. You think he shoots easily into the top 10 now? Somebody trades up to get him potentially? Um, Because I'll tell you this. Potentially, yes. I'll tell you this. uh, And we were going to talk about it later on in the week, but we can certainly briefly bring it up right now. Well, what do you mean later on in the week? This is the end of the week. Well, I'm getting all my weeks mixed up, clearly. Your, your rhythms are off, too. Right, well, my, later in the show yeah. would technically be later in the week as well. Thank you, thank thank you okay, Danny. Okay. Thank you, Danny. Right. Lions GM Brad Holmes came out and said, hey, I'm open to trading the number two pick. Yeah, I'm wondering if somebody wants to jump up to get what you're talking about, Willis. Perhaps, but the Lions have a need for a quarterback as well, and they were coaching Malik Willis. So maybe they were impressed with him too. The thing that they may be thinking is then again we trade. Maybe they're thinking we trade down and we still get him at say pick six or seven. Uh, don't put too much stock in coaching somebody at the Super Bowl when the Broncos coach Josh Allen. Well, that well, but the Chargers coach Philip Rivers back in the day. I understand. Yes. Well, now it's now it's even one and one. As I've said, one example of the Broncos' failures as a franchise in the last several years is the fact that they had Josh Allen under their noses for a week. And the result of that was, let's not pick him. They had intel. They had more information than everyone, anyone else did. And they passed. So that tells me something is wrong with their intel. Something's wrong with their okay. gathering process. What would you do if you're the Lions? You know you have Jared Goff under contract. Mm-hmm. You know next year's draft has two potential franchise quarterbacks. Do you take Malik Willis now or trade back, get a really good defensive player, compile more picks, the chances of you being in the top 10 again are probably high, and then you can trade back up. Actually, with the Lions, that's what I do. They're in a di- they're also in a different spot. Though. That's what I would do, too. Yeah. They're, but, but then again... Maybe, maybe they're facing Aaron Rodgers in the NFC North. Maybe they're not. But in the NFC as a whole, and I think we can agree, the Lions, by the end of the season, even though that team that came here decimated by injuries and COVID... The team that played in Denver wasn't great. But on the whole, the Lions were playing better 
and much more competitive football down the stretch. That was a team that probably last several weeks looked more like a team that's kind of a seven to nine win team. Okay. And so in the NFC, they're in a position where they could maybe ride Jared Goff for one more year and have a chance at the playoffs. Yeah, well, but but the other problem is this. If the top two teams in the draft, if, if they both need quarterbacks, you're not mm-hmm. trading up to get them. Right. No matter what, no matter like, like what you like, have. like you're yeah. lucky right now. If yeah. you desperately need a quarterback, you can trade to one because you know Jacksonville doesn't. Right, you can trade to two because Detroit doesn't have to take a quarterback. I mean, really, the question is: Let's say the Broncos emerge from this, and their quarterback board looks different. I think one of the things that's going to happen over the next few weeks: They interviewed Malik Willis down in in Mobile. They interviewed all the quarterbacks, by the way, but they they interviewed Malik Willis. They saw him in person, and I think what happens now is. You go back and take a second look at him. Take a se- take a second look at the film. Take a second look at everything, and and see okay how much of it was based on either being overmatched going going against a power five team where the offensive line couldn't couldn't hold up, and how much of it of Malik Willis' success in other games was him being too much of a match for the group of five opponents that they faced. Right. That that that's why this week he Malik Willis probably had the most to gain of any of the quarterbacks, and he did. I well, think there's a I think there's a very good shot now he's QB one because even though he's raw, two things: a, it looks like the attributes are going to translate. B, and this is what was most impressive to me, and I think is most re- relevant for the Broncos. Under center, he looked appreciably better from day to day. And basically, that's something that he really had not done at Liberty was work under was work under center. And if he's able to incorporate the teaching and apply it to his game that quickly, it's that's where you can make a Josh Allen comp because that was what he did. He got better as the week went on incorporating that teaching. So when you see that, the ability to to listen, learn, and then apply the knowledge. That means you've got somebody who has a very good chance of being able to grow. Okay. So if that's the case, and I know what the snap answer would be from 99.9% of all Broncos fans. Mm -hmm. If you believe Malik Willis can learn quickly, and he certainly has skills, right? Yeah, no doubt. And you believe this guy, and is your comp to him a potential Josh Allen? Mobility, arm strength, all that. Yeah, you know what? I think that is a very valid comp. Okay, so if that's great, the- great arm, great mobility, and can pick up twenty yards in a hurry, and he's got, and he's built to take the hits. He's not built, okay. One, he's not slight of build. One quick question: Is he a guy? And then I, then I want to move on real quick. So just a quick yes or no: Is he more of a I'm willing to settle in the pocket, or is he a guy running from bees? He wants to be a pocket passer. Good. So with that. If you really believe Malik Willis can be potentially a Josh Allen, do you really want Aaron Rodgers? It would cost you a lot less. Well, it's going to cost you another first just to move up. He's not going to Because you probably have to go to at least five, maybe even higher. Right. Because so, the quarterback premium, I mean, it's crazy to talk about this, but yeah, I think Malik Willis is going to go top five. Okay. So what would you do? If you really, obviously you don't know, but you believe he can be a Josh Allen type, he is, his football IQ is high, 
He learns quickly. He, he has a good processor. And all he, those were on display this week. Yep. Okay. And he has all the physical gifts. Mm-hmm. You say, as much as I want Aaron Rodgers for three years, man, I can get this guy for five years, cost control, and this could be our quarterback for the next 10 to 15 years. If you really believe that he can do that, absolutely. It's the better play. It's the better value play. What would you do right now, now with what you've seen? I know there's more. I know there are interviews. I get all that. But are you willing to bet on the come with this guy? Yes. Wow! That is your story for thednvr.com. You should be the first one out there with it. Because no one else is, I could tell you that. If you really believe that, then you can plant your flag and say, I'm the first one to say, I want Willis over Aaron Rodgers. Based on what you're saying. because No, no, the, the, no you watched him. I didn't. The co- but the cost does matter. Okay? I understand that. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, you know, makes you a contender. Malik Willis, you don't know. You don't know. You hope he can, and you would draft him with the expectation that he could, but you don't know for certain how Nathaniel Hackett and George Payton, how willing are they? to gamble their entire careers with the Broncos right. on this guy. I get that. This if they, and if they, look, if they're sold on him, I look, I, I've said this. You're sold on him. You just I, said you are. I, I, but I'm talking about, it doesn't matter whether I am. It's no. whether they are. If they're sold on him, yep. if they believe that he can, be, that with their, that they believe in their coaching, they believe their environment, right. that they right. can make him into a star. Right. If they believe that, then that is always the better play than a 38-year-old, even though he's he's a sure thing because you know what he is, but who would cost you upwards of five picks in the first two days Mace, of the draft. I just want you to think about something because I could tell the hamster in the wheel is going as I'm talking about. I mean, I got sold on Malik Willis this week. If, I'm Dan all, Arlovsky, I'm if Dan Arlovsky from ESPN came out and said, if I'm the Broncos, I would find a way to get Malik Willis over Aaron Rodgers that would make national headlines. You want to make a name for yourself? You make a name for yourself. Not that that's important to you, but if you want to make a name for yourself, you do it by saying something bold. That's but that's being kind of hot takeish, isn't it? It's not hot take. It's hot take when you don't believe it. Because Joe Williams, uh, a friend of mine who used to do the show with Irv, had a lot of hot takes, but he didn't believe half the stuff that he was saying. Though, though that's a hot, and I love Joe. He didn't have to go on social media and back it up. I understand that, but that's the beauty of it. No one has planted that flag yet. If you believe that, and certainly you would need to think about it, but if you believe that, you write a column about it, and then you get the discussion going. Or I just post the clip of of what we just discussed there. You could do whatever. You could do whatever. You could do whatever. Well, well not, now you're backpedaling a little bit. Either you believe it or you don't. You have to believe it strongly. If you do, you'll be the first one out there. And the, the, the old saying is, I'd rather be right than first. But in this case, when it comes to the draft, it is a guessing game. Coming up after the break, MLB Players Association rejected baseball's request for federal mediation. What does that mean? That's next. Feels right when you're with me. I'll make you So get in the car. Hey, Matt. Yeah, Sam. Hey, 
talked to Mark lately? Uh, I haven't really talked to him, but he looks pretty uh, down. <laughs> he looks pretty uh, down. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about Siltahar Mazda. You can definitely get the right car at the right price. Talking about rides like the Mazda CX-5 or the Mazda CX-30. Man, we've had a lot of snow. Wouldn't it be great to drive one of those cars? Small crossover SUV, all-wheel drive in the snow. Leather trim seats, great power, and gas prices going up. I just paid four ten a gallon. 32 miles to the gallon on the highway. That's what the uh, Mazda CX-30 is. That's unbelievable. You should take one for a test drive today. When you talk about Siltahar Motors, Siltahar Mazda, Siltahar Motors has been around for over 60 years. You know they are doing something right. So go where it is stress-free and hassle-free because you know what? That's the way it should be. Siltahar Mazda in Broomfield or check them out at sthmazda.com. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Eric Cook at Farmers Insurance. The Cook Insurance Group, focused on people, not policies. Call today at 303-790-8089. That's 303-790-8089. All right, the Major League Players Baseball Association Union rejected uh, the owner's request for federal mediation, citing the fact that the owners refused to make a counterproposal earlier this week. And the owner said they would make a counterproposal. An on-time start to spring training kind of appears to be, I'd say, out of the question. And to start by March 10th, likely the last date before the regular season games will end up being lost due to, uh, you know, the needs to get pitchers and catchers and everybody else up to speed. But As our friend Mark Knudsen would say, it takes pictures three weeks to be ready to go. Right. The term I use is stretching out your arm. Yeah. That's what you need to do. So this seems kind of unlikely that we are hitting a deadline to save games at the start of the season. What do you think baseball fans will think if these guys don't start on time? Baseball fans will be angry. Yeah. I'll be upset. And... I'll be I'll be upset that well, for one thing it's a little emotional thing for me cuz my team the Atlanta Braves just won it all but they did? I'll be upset that uh no the season the the season following is going to be uh marred in some way I'll be and simply put also just not even 2 years after losing 100 games because of covid I'll be upset at uh Another season that isn't going to happen under... How about casual any, baseball fans? I think casual baseball fans will yawn. It's NBA stretch drive. It's NHL stretch drive. Right. I, I don't think, you know, that there's there, there are going to be meaningful sporting events still going on every night. It's the final fours right around the time the season starts. Right. I think the casual sport, the casual American sports fan will yawn and go about their day, and that's what really should have Major League Baseball concerned. A lot of people aren't... The casual fans are not going to miss baseball in the spring. Picture buckets of poop lit on fire, littered all over a trail. And these two sides seem to find a way to step into every single one. It's amazing. To turn off the casual fan. It's amazing. 
Honestly, I got news for you, baseball. The only thing you have going for you is that you're more popular than hockey. And that's because, in theory, that's a Canadian sport. But baseball's, baseball should no longer be able to use the phrase national pastime. But if you do want to use it, spell it this way. National past hyphen T-I-M-E. Because that's what this is. It really is. Past its time is what you're saying. Past time. Yeah. Yep. No 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 longer do we romanticize about Roger Maris breaking the home run record. That's long gone. Mm-hmm. Or stand up and cheer when Cal Ripken Jr. breaks the consecutive games played streak. You know, the only thing that honestly saved the players and owners for themselves was when Bud Selig and the owners ignored PEDs and allowed Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa to have a home run chase. What are you going to do to rescue it now? Yeah, I mean, what has happened with baseball is, by and large, it has become a regional sport anyway. It is significant in the markets that have teams, and the significance is usually determined by the excellence of the team. How much of this do you put on Dick Monfort? He's the guy heading the owners. And again, the owners said they would make a counterproposal, and they didn't. Well, ultimately, not make, saying they'd make a counterproposal and then not doing that, ultimately, he's the point person. That's right. That's, that's, that's on, on him. him. That's yes. ab- because Absolutely a, on him. Because if you are a leader and you make a promise and you don't fulfill that promise, the buck needs to stop with somebody, and that's the person who is in charge. And he was put in charge because of his experience with labor unions. How's that working out? The Meat Packers Union? Yeah. I mean, there's all sorts of questions that you can ask there. But when the one thing that usually is a starting point to getting something done is good faith, right? That, okay, our side wants one thing, their side wants another, but at least we can have some good faith negotiations. If you say... We're going to come back with a counterproposal here in two days, and then you don't do it, and your move is to try to get mediators involved. Right. That is the that is the opposite of good faith. That that damages your that damages your credibility the next time you go back to the table. How because justifiably the union can say, "How can we take you at your word? You said you'd have a counteroffer in two days, and you didn't." Right. Well. If they don't work things out and they start the season late, maybe baseball will find a way to wrap the baseballs tighter again and have <laughs> more home runs to try and find a way to get people back to the ballpark. What's interesting is that the home runs are are, ni- are nice and cool, but the uh, the pursuit of power above all else has, has I think, had ne- a negative impact on the game. I think the game is more exciting when you've got when when stealing base is a viable strategy. You know, there was a saying... During, when it's not just a three-outcome sport. There was a saying during the 1998 home run chase between McGuire and Sosa, chicks dig the long ball. You know what chicks don't dig? Lockouts. Yeah. They don't dig them. They'll go watch another sport. That's right. Go watch hockey. Right. Go watch Go watch basketball. They'll, they'll go watch soccer. They'll watch any... You and, know, and if any, we're... Any, every, every other sport will benefit. I think, I think people learned how to find a way to pass their time during COVID when there wasn't sports. And Mm -hmm. now you are willingly taking this off the table. Yes. If you have markets that 
don't really support their baseball teams, it's going to crush them. Mm-hmm. I, you know what it is? It's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, and by the way, um, just to kind of uh, kind of clue you in on, uh, on on where this is going, if you look at the average viewership for the World Series uh, this past for the the past two years, you had an average viewership of under ten million in twenty twenty, an average viewership of eleven point seven million per game in twenty twenty one. What those two have in common is in the television era of Major League Baseball, this is those are the lowest average per game viewerships in the history of the World Series. They're not dealing from a position of strength right now as a sport. Right. And now and you're gonna have labor strife on top of that. Right. People people will find other things to do. You hit the nail on the head back during uh during COVID. People found other things to do that year. Right, you can in some sports ratings still haven't recovered. The NFL's recovered fine, but not everyone else has. And you're playing with fire if you're baseball. Look, if you get if you get this done by March 10th and you have an on time season start to the season, nobody cares. Nobody and, cares if you lose spring training, and nobody really cares about pitchers and catchers reporting. And, and generally speaking, unless you're a Cubs fan and you flock down to Mesa, Arizona, to watch the Cubs play, because really that that has become a ritual for Cubs fans. Mm-hmm. And I understand, you know, down in the the Phoenix area because I spent a lot of time down there. Uh, that that's their that's their busiest season. Yes, you know, people coming down to watch spring training. Um, and if you have to cut it short, that's fine. But you know what? You're also affecting all those business owners down there, too. I know they don't care, but it's true. Let me ask you this real quick. Did you read anything in AAA expanding its schedule this week to 150 games? No, but you put it in the show notes. I put it in the show notes because I read one thing into that. or It's two words. Gambling inventory. If the season does not start on time. You're giving Vegas something to bet on. And you have mentioned oh, that as well. God. Man, if you're betting, betting on AAA games, you might as well be betting blind. People are betting on the KBO. KBO. yeah. What's that? It's better than KBO. The games won't be at 3 in the morning. Yeah. ESPN was, there was no other sports going on. ESPN was filling the time with KBO in the middle, uh, in the middle of the night. And, we, and look, the, gam, the gambling forces do matter because, the gam, because those companies and Baseball has partnerships with them, just like the other sports do. They want the inventory that Major League Baseball provides. That is where external pressure could come from. Coming up after the break, Super Bowl, a week from this Sunday. Listen, the odds have been out for a while, but I'm sure you're thinking about how am I going to bet this? We'll go over a couple of different bets that you might want to consider in the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Gambling Challenge. That's next. Are you clowns? Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us at milehighsports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber, the public go to rmfp.com. Time now for what's trending. What's trending? 
presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda or find them at sthmazda.com. Okay, Mace, Rocky Mountain Forest Products Gambling Challenge. We do it every Friday on the show. A little shout-out to our guys Ty, Cal, and Cade, and Evan from the Just Us Guys podcast. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. We'll give a little preview here. Super Bowl odds. Rams. Minus four against the Bengals. As we sit here right now, it doesn't mean you won't change your mind. Somebody might slip on the podium at a media day, and it might change the odds. So let's talk about it right now, roughly 10 days before the game. Are you giving the points? Are you giving the points? Are you taking the Bengals? Are you taking the Rams? I'm taking the Rams. And a reason why I'm taking them is this. What has Cincinnati had the most trouble doing they protecting Joe Burrow mm-hmm. and with all respect to the Titans facing Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald I think is going to be a bridge too far for the Bengals protection wise I think Vaughn could have the same type of day that he had back in Super Bowl 50 I do too I'll sum it up this way and you know me once I have my narrative it's hard to push me off of it we can try. Yeah. I did this the show with Zach uh, for the last couple of days, and we talked about the uh, Super Bowl. This is how I look at the Super Bowl. It's a exactly what you said. A team with Aaron Donald, hungry for another ring. Look what he did right after they won the NFC Championship game. He ran to the end zone, pointed to his finger. Von Miller said, I want to get my guys a Super Bowl ring. They are highly motivated. Listen, everybody's motivated, and I get it. But it's that pass rush against a Bengals offensive line that isn't very good versus a team that is riding a tidal wave of momentum in which they believe they are the underdogs and we're going to prove everybody wrong. Which is more powerful? I'll go with what I know, which is that pass rush. And I will take the Rams and give the points. Guys, what do you think? So with that... um. And I said this to Zach, who does the gambling show before us. If you had to compare, I'll be curious to know your thoughts. Mm-hmm. I compare Joe Burrow to one quarterback in NFL history. In NFL history. So it doesn't mean I'm talking somebody current. Who would you compare him to with, with one quarterback only in NFL history? And this is what should worry you if you are betting on the Rams. Because this guy, Joe Burrow, has the same qualities as another guy who nobody thought he could do it, and he won a Super Bowl. So you're talking about somebody with a little chutzpah? I'm talking about Joe Namath. Wow. See, they're different personalities. They're exactly alike. Well, well, I don't know if Burrow's going to say we're going to win. I'm going to guarantee it. No, he doesn't have to say it. You know why? Because he's the guy who has the chutzpah to light up a cigar in a locker room. He's the guy who dresses outside of fur coats like a Joe Burrow. He is the guy who said after the AFC championship game, very matter-of-factly about the win, well, we beat the second-best team in the AFC twice this year. And he didn't even blink when he said it. His air of confidence is just who he is. And I don't even see it as arrogance. 
I just see it as that's the way he is. Now, eventually, uh, this might grow stale to people. Yeah. Okay. It might. But at the end of the day, look at the way the guy dresses with his <laughs> chain and his turtleneck and the jacket that he's wearing. He's very fashion forward. He's a young guy who dresses like his age. That's the way I'm describing it. Not, not a quarterback who dresses like a Peyton Manning in a $5,000 Zania or Canali suit. He likes to dress the way he does, just like Joe Namath. Unbridled confidence. And you know what? He backs it up. And that's what he did in the game against the Chiefs. Down 21-3, to very calmly, he led the Bengals back. He's Joe Namath in terms of personality. To me, he's exactly like Joe Namath. Does he have the same arm as Joe Namath? No. But in terms of personality and Joe Cool, that's him. Joe Burrow, ironically, Joe Namath. Joe Cool. That's who he is. He's just a cool guy. Patrick Mahomes is cool in a very different way. Joe Burrow is the cool kid in school. Patrick Mahomes isn't your homecoming king. Joe Burrow is. It's an interesting way of putting it. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, I think, because sometimes, with all respect, he can be a little bit corny, but that's okay. Right? Yeah. Russell right. Wilson can be corny. Right. Yeah. Tom Brady, good-looking, tall guy, right? Yeah. Good-looking, tall guy. And he's awesome, and he's cool, but he's not Joe Cool. Not like Joe Namath. Mm-hmm. Again, people should just go look up. On- well, I, th- I think Tom, Tom Brady's more calculated. The the Joe Cool that you're talking about is just kind of is not really not winging it in terms of the way they play, but kind of winging it in their personality. It, it's, it's there's an there's an effortless quality to how they are who they are. See, you so, you look at NBA players who, in a lot of ways, they are very fashion forward, right? You know, orange suits. And, and hats with a fez in them and, I, and all that stuff. When you look at a Joe Burrow, it's, it's more understated but more hip. Here, look at this picture, and this just sums him up. When he won the title at LSU, just sitting back, legs crossed, mm-hmm. very relaxed. That's a Len Dawson pose With right there. a cigar yeah. in his mouth. And what did he do after they made the playoffs? Same thing. Just chewing on a cigar. You know what a cigar is these days? Old school. Because if he was new school, he'd have a vape pen in his mouth. Well, he, is, he, is, he is old school. I mean, I'm looking at some of the pictures of him, like, post-game. After game, like you, you mentioned, of course, like the chain, the Nike chain, and the gray jacket. Right. But there's a post game press conference where he rolls up there in like, in you know, in a Bengal jacket. It's a white kind of satin jacket with right. orange stripes, orange I, tiger stripes. Like he, like he. Here's the here's, he, he creatively kind of leans into where he is and what he does. Well, here here's another here's another way to put it about Joe Burrow. When you see a lot of these NBA players walk in with their canary yellow suits, mm-hmm. right? And then you have the fedora on, mm-hmm. you're trying a little too hard. Like Cam Newton was trying too hard. You're trying a little bit with, too with hard. With that, right? I mean, remember, right. remember Cam, like the way right. when he was at his apex, the way he dressed? Right. I think he was trying too and hard. In some ways, he kind of looks like a, a cartoon character. He does. Talking about Cam Newton. But when you look at Joe Burrow, just in the way that he dresses, 
It looks like Joe Burrow. He doesn't look like he's trying. It's just, this is who I am. Looking, it's, it's, I, I just found a picture like a suit that's just got a check pattern suit. It's, it's, it's not over the top. It's very cool. It's very understated. It's, see that that picture of that suit? That's that's not that's that's still relatively understated, but yes. in style. But again, look at the pictures of him leaning back, leg crossed, totally relaxed, mm-hmm. with a cigar in his mouth, and you might as well add a caption: "I got this." And he's and so. If you're, so if you're, you, you you look up Joe Burrow fashion. It's yeah. actually fascinating because like you sometimes see him casually, right? Right. He's got kind of a, a retro chic to him. Right. Like there's a picture of him wearing uh this the, picture right wearing here the tunes a sweatshirt of the tune squad. This sums it up right here. Yeah. He looks like a 24-year-old. So like he has he's a got down the, He's got the he's got the earbuds. Right. He's got the sunglasses, right. he's got the chain. And it looks natural on yeah, him. Yeah, it does. It, like does. he's not trying. The, here, it's the same thing but a different shot. This is just who I am, man. Yeah. This is who and if you're betting on the Rams, you got to worry about Joe Cool. What do we have coming up on Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it? Well, you guys talked earlier in the hour about how baseball uh, might not might not really rub people too many too many people the wrong way if they don't have a season. Another event that's going on right now that people don't seem to care a whole lot about either. We'll talk about that, and then some coaching news in the NFL as we have some more hires and some more decisions that affect the hiring cycle. That's coming up next right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason on Mile High Sports. Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason, watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. Time now. The final word. The final word. Presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, the Olympic Games in Beijing are ongoing and opening ceremonies took place this morning. Here it was night over in uh, China when they happened, but hasn't been a ton of buzz around the Olympics. Has there ever been an Olympic Games with so little fanfare? Last summer in Tokyo, probably. Um, I think... I would actually make this argument. I don't think any sporting event has uh, lost more in terms of juice in the pandemic than the Olympic Games. I mean, they're playing the week of the Super Bowl. Yeah. 
playing the and what and what actually you, NBC specifically when they found out the 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 dates of the Super Bowl, NBC specifically asked to broadcast this Super Bowl during the Olympics. Because then you wouldn't have it the whole head to head. So literally there's gonna be a night during the Olympics when there's not going to be a broadcast because you've got the Super Bowl. Yeah, but when you turn on ESPN, and I don't yeah. even know where FS1 is on my dial, but they're going to be talking about Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Right. And then you have the time change uh, all mm-hmm. the way out there. And, I mean, what, what kind of coverage is are, are the national networks really going to give right. the Olympics when it's all Super Bowl all the time? And most of NBC's announcers, they didn't even send them to Beijing because of COVID right. restrictions. And uh, they're doing the broadcast from back in Stamford, Connecticut. And but yeah, it's the the, the timing that the timing is just it's off, and I don't think it's ever going to get any better now. The Super Bowl being pushed back a week, but yeah, there's there's no buzz for this. By the all. way, on a side note, Ed Donatel is going to be working on the defensive side, not the DC, but on the defensive side with the Seattle Seahawks. Right, and according to uh, Mike Close, Reggie Herring is not going to be back as inside linebacker coach. That was a little surprising that, to me. That was surprising, I think disappointing, quite frankly, given the job that Reggie Herring did with numerous people coming and going last year, getting guys ready, and of course he goes back to the Super Bowl. Nathaniel Hackett obviously wants uh, younger minds, fresher ideas perhaps, but I think he could have uh, uh, done well to keep Herring on the staff. Just my opinion. An- another contributing factor... Uh there in Beijing is that it's usually a big event for fans to go Mm -hmm. and for people to create an international trip around that. So not only are the broadcasters not there, but there aren't supporters from various countries around the world as well. Right. And the few, and even those that aren't there, they're not, it's not enough to fill up a lot of the events. So you're talking about like Tokyo last year, mostly empty environments for this. And I think, and and I think that has a, a negative impact on, on, on the experience of it, even watching at home, there's no, you don't have that kind of that same kind of emotion going with the events and and with unfamiliar sports, I think you kind of rely on that emotion to help uh, sell it and convey it, and you're not going to have that there in Beijing, and and uh, I think that too is going to uh, affect the audience and how much buzz this ends up generating in the next few weeks. Just in case you missed it, Joe West has announced his retirement after umpiring a record 5,460 regular season games in MLB. Country Joe is 69 years old and has decided that he's had enough. So uh, what is Joe West's legacy in officiating and in baseball? And uh, did you like Joe West when he was behind the I'll, I'll start this off. Hardcore baseball fans can tell you about the umpires. I'm not a hardcore baseball fan, but I know there are certain umpires that certain fans don't like. To me, Joe West's career mirrors that of a long snapper. I never really noticed him. I mean, he uh, his strike zone could be inconsistent. He could be very quick to anger at times. And I know he historically he's not been a favorite of the players or the managers. He's not on the degree of Angel Hernandez, but... Um, there are going to be a lot of pe- a lot of people around baseball who will say, "Okay, congratulations, Joe, on your retirement. We're not going to miss you." Although, a little interesting tidbit: remember the baseball scene in the Naked Gun? I do. Joe West had a speaking role in that. What did he say? Um, he, I believe he said, 
that no, no. Uh, either he said it or he didn't. You no, can't, I, you're not, you can't paraphrase. Well, I, I don't know the exact quote off the top of my head. I think he, he said something like, I, "No, no, that's no." Frank Drebin says that he says something like, "You can't throw an umpire out of the game." I believe. Uh, but yeah, a, a much younger Joe West because that's right. 1988. Right. Uh, if you want to see what he looks like when he's in his mid 30s, watch The Naked Gun. But yeah, that's him. All uh, right, that was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it. I think that's Joe West. There you go. Danny, yeah. very, very nice. fast on the trigger there. Nicely done. All right, that was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, Mandy just got a stackable washer and dryer from Mountain High Appliance, and she raves about the customer service, how well they took care of her, and how much she is enjoying what she has. Uh, she got a great price on it. She got a great stackable washer and dryer, but it was the customer service that really put it over the top, and that's why you need to shop there. Mountain High Appliance, you can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, ESPN simulated what dominoes could fall in the quarterback market. And of course, they start with Aaron Rodgers and what they believe the Broncos will offer for Aaron Rodgers. And would the Packers take it? And do you think it'd be enough to get it done? Have I teased it enough? That's next. <laughs> 